Hello, everyone. Today, we're going to do things a little bit differently. Remember Stephanie Gillison? We had such a great time with her on our podcast that we sent our national sales director, Paul Cohen, to join her show, CRE Power Hour. Stephanie, Paul, and co-host Lisa Marie Wand cover topics ranging from property marketing, streamlining technology, and the entrepreneurial edge needed to successfully scale your business. Trust me, it's a conversation you don't want to miss. The CRE Power Hour has graciously shared this episode with us so we could share it with you, dear listeners. We hope you enjoy. We're live. Welcome to CRE Power Hour. My name is Lisa Marie Wand and my fabulous co-host Stephanie Gillison and we spent the last two decades growing and scaling our businesses and together we are bringing a new space for you to learn alongside the best in real estate business at CRE Power Hour. Today our guest is Paul Cohen with Crexy and we're so excited to have him on our show. We have a live audience We have a live audience joining us today, so please drop your name and where you're from in the chat, and we absolutely welcome questions in the chat during the show, so let's get right into it. Hey, Paul, thanks for being on the show today. Lisa Marie, thanks for having us, Um, having me, and I mean, for us by proxy is what I mean. Yes, by proxy, proxy, right? (laughs) I don't have a multiple personality. No, yeah, we're we're super excited to be here. uh, Maybe I do. That might be a first on CRE like, Power Hour to have a multiple personality guest. <laughs> that, that is one thing I'm going to, so I'm going to chime in right now because Paul has a, he and I are both alike in that aspect. Lisa Marie, you too, where mm. we wear a whole lot of different hats with a ton of experience, but that's what yeah. I love. We were at what ICSE was the last conference I saw you at in Vegas. What last yep. month, two months ago? Yeah, it was May, uh, end of May. And we're, we're standing around there and this guy's like, oh my God, she's six people away from getting 20,000 followers. And he made it happen in two seconds flat by telling the entire sales team. Follow I went to Stephanie, the sales team, everyone follow follows Stephanie. Stephanie. And we got there, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Paul, awesome. Paul, we, had a bloody, pretty... we had a Bloody Mary bar too, so that helped. Oh, <laughs> that's why I was there, Paul. That's I, why I she was come, there, no, I know. I didn't come yeah. to hug you, I came to drink. <laughs> you know Whatever how to works, attract Stephanie. a crowd. Bloody Mary bar. That's pretty awesome. Yeah. Do you yeah. want to introduce yourself, Paul? Because I have this great bio. We have it up on the screen, but yeah, yeah. you want to give I, us I a be... quick intro? So, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I'd love to. Um, so look, I've, I've been in the commercial real estate space for over 30 years now. Started when I was eight, which uh, I was probably one of the youngest people at CB Rich Dallas. Um, and, you know, I, I love this industry. I, I've thought about doing other things, but uh, I just kind of love the industry. And, um, I, and I've worn different hats within the industry. So I've been at a national firm, you know, with that, that you know, that, the, with that logo that we all know, the green logo. And I've had my own firm and I've done everything in between. I've been partners with people. I've, I've basically made every mistake you could possibly make in commercial real estate, but I've learned a lot through the, through the way. And I'm, I've never made the same, the same mistake twice. Um, so that's kind of like, you know, and I, I, sort of halfway through my career, I kind of wised up and I got focused on investment sales and um, kind of sort of grew that business. And then I in the financial crisis hit. I left, did a couple other things, got into insurance for a year just because I was curious on what, you know, what was the commercial property insurance business. 
And, um, and to cut a very long story short, um, about six years ago, I was introduced to Mike and Luke, who are the co-founders of Crexy. And um, they, were, they came to Miami where I'm based from LA, introduced to me by a, a mutual friend, Eli Randall, who's actually is now Crexy also. And they showed me what Crexy was. And at that time, I was on my own. I was trying to figure out how to replace all the people that I had as support teams because I used to have, you know, a marketing coordinator and an assistant this and a this and that. And then it was just me. And I didn't really know, like, how I was going to replace all these people. And they basically built Prexy, showed it to me, and it did a lot of the stuff that I was going to have to pay people to do. So I was in from day one, and I basically just kept hitting up Mike, who's our CEO, and like, hey, you should do this and you should do that. And within about six months, he said, why don't you just come join us? And I joined Correxy. I think there was like 700 people on the platform. And uh, we, just kept, we just kept going from there. So that's, that's kind of how I, I, I just really got into the business just the same way as everyone else does. I knew someone that was super wealthy and I said, hey, how do I become like you? And he said, get into commercial real estate. And that's kind of how I got in. And the rest is kind of history, as they say. So you, you've been through the school of hard knocks like Stephanie and I and probably a lot of the people listening yeah. have the bumps and bruises to show it. Yeah. Do you want to share with us some of your good stories, some of the things you've learned, you know, what not to do, what we should, what people should be doing more quickly in their yeah. career? Okay. Yeah. So I, I mean, the very first story in my career is like, I knew I was smart enough to know you had to kind of be known for something. The people, and this is my strong opinion, I'll debate anyone on this, but uh, it depends on where you live. I mean, if you live in a small town of 100 people, maybe you do everything. But if you live in a sizable city, you should probably focus on one aspect of the business. Um, and so the thing that I decided I was going to be the expert at was commercial condos, commercial condos. I figured no one else was doing it. There's a lot of them in Miami. There was at least at the time. There certainly is now. It was just sort of starting to happen. And so I went out and I cataloged every commercial condo out there. And I started calling all the owners and started getting listings. And to the point where people in my company made like a, um, uh, like a Photoshop thing of me with a crown. And they're like, hey, he's the condo king. And they thought it was hilarious. And I was like, this is, it's working. The branding's working. Everyone knows me as a condo king. Two years into it, um, I do the math and I'm like, wait a minute how many of these damn condos have I got to sell to make a living? I literally was like the king of nothing. You know what I mean? I like, I'd have to sell 300 of these things to make a million bucks. Meanwhile, I had guys in my office selling like one deal and making like half a million bucks. And I was like, Oh man, I'm such an idiot. And so at that time, I, you know, what happened was CBRE ended up buying my, this little company that we owned out. And I went to CB and I said, all right, I'm not going to make the same mistake again. I'm going to be known for something, but it's not going to be, you know, office and warehouse condos. The condo and, king. No, I want to be the condo king. So I had a chance to rebrand myself and like reinvent myself. And, and, I, and I went around to a bunch of people at CBRE and we ended up, these guys were starting this thing called the private client group, which is a group of people that specialized in um, just dealing with independent owners of commercial real estate, investment sales, generally speaking, but not necessarily. And in any market, depends on where you live, there's a thousand of these or maybe 10,000 if you live in like a New York City or you know, New Jersey or something like that. And what we basically did is cataloged all, everyone had their own little market and it was just a systematic way of being in front of all these people 
so that when they decided to sell, they would call you. It's a long-term play. It takes a while to build the reputation, but I'd already experienced that in the condo king. I, I knew how long it would take to be a condo king. It's about you know a year. So I figured I'd put a year into this and I'd be the investment king. And, and actually it, it kind of worked out. Um, there's actually a guy called Phil Voorhees out of Newport Beach who was really kind of my mentor in that group. And he, you know, he did a thing like, um, you know, he'd, he'd be in front of these owners like 10 times a month, which I was probably in front of them once a year, you know what I mean? And his whole strategy of marketing being in front of them. So I kind of learned that from him and we built this thing within CB and I was at CB for 12 years and, I, you know, it was good. It was good times. And so I made the mistake. I learned the hard way. I did it, you know, the hard way. And then I kind of learned once you, once you become known for something and it's a market where you can make money, you're just, people start calling you up and saying, Hey, can you sell this? Hey, can you sell that? And I know that happens to you guys who have now, instead of having to get a listing, you have to call a hundred people, people start calling you. That's when you know you're, you're successful in your market. So that's, I think the, the big, big takeaway. I'd like to see um, some vintage condo King marketing oh materials Paul. God. i think I, we should I, post those on ebay maybe we can get a hybrid i i may have i <laughs> may have paul i want you to autograph one and send it to me is I, what i want I, you to do because i can do an eft i can do an eft and we can make some money off this thing um let's see condo king i i think i must have deleted it <laughs> someone put I mean, your hashtag in I, the I'm, comments they said hashtag condo king <laughs> yeah Not it was a picture king, of me condo king <laughs> Well, that, that's another story. Uh, <laughs> I was in Mexico. No. Um, With your accent, we weren't sure, so. <laughs> no, I know. That's what people say to me all the time. Is he serious? Yeah. Uh, well, yeah, I, here's, you. here's what I always wanted to ask you, and as many times as we've been in each other's presence or been on Zooms or on the phone, I've never asked you, what yeah. led you from brokerage and doing deals to, to Crexy? I mean, yeah. I know how you met them, but what was the, the, what was that like? Like I, you know, I started in real estate at 21 years old. I can't imagine never not selling real estate. Well, that, I mean, that's a really good question because not selling real estate is really hard for me not to do, if that makes sense. It's like, it's in your yeah. blood. Yeah. And, I can imagine. It, it, and when, so I'll ask you a question first, um, which is, it was hard, but when, when they showed me the platform, um, you know, I, I just, I, I, I looked at it and I go, man, this could be it. This could be the thing. I, 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 I knew there needed to be something. And I'd met with a couple of folks before that that just wanted to do this thing. You know what it is where they get a bunch of listings and they do clickbait and they try to sell zip codes and advertising. I was like, I don't, I don't want a piece of that. I would, I would not have left my, my successful business for that. But when my, first of all, our CEO, Mike DiGiorgio, is a really good salesperson. Uh, and he sold me the dream of which I still believe in. And we, uh, he's like, look, come help. You can grow. You can run the Southeast for us and kind of grow that. And then we'll see how it goes. And I figure an opportunity like that comes by once a lifetime, maybe if you're lucky. Yeah. Uh, the fact that he was in LA, I was in Miami and it just kind of happened. I'm also a believer in things happen for a reason. Like I, I don't want to get all like spiritual or anything, but I, you know, I read like the Celestine prophecy 30 or whenever it came out a long time ago. And I kind of go, that actually makes sense. I don't know how much of it is true, but I do believe that you meet people that happen to tell you stuff for a reason. And I, I, I buy into that stuff a lot. So I just decided I'm going to leave. I'm going to cold turkey it. 
I had one deal that was under contract. I told him, he said, that's fine. And then that's it. I never looked back. It's hard because, you know, you still get into this habit where you drive down the street and you see like, a, oh, I wonder if that building's for sale. It's just a really hard habit to get out of. But I think it took me a year before I was like, okay, I'm, I'm okay with it. Um, and, and now, like I, I run a sales team of about 80 people and we hire former or people that are brokers and they want to transition. And I'm always like, do you really want to hang up your, you know, HP 12C, old reference there? That, that was for you, Dotine. I saw Dotine is on the call. So um, I'm sure she uses her HP. Yeah, I'm sure she uses her HP 12C every day. Um, but um, and that was it. So that's why I made that. I did it. I mean, I took a leap of faith. And I think it took a year before I was like, okay, that was, that was, I'm good. I'm glad I did it. I'm glad I did it. I, st I still like, the funny thing is most of my friends, if not all of them are commercial estate brokers. I don't know why that is. Um, so I still kind of live vicariously through them. Yeah. And you know, when like one of my buddies, Larry just sold a property for, I think, 174 million I kind of throw up in my mouth a little bit but uh I get over it you know because you know, <laughs> you know. but um but I but I, I like what I'm doing because ultimately in life you got it what's that movie City Slickers have you seen that movie where he's like you know uh, you know it's the one thing and you're like, what's the one yes. thing you're like that's what you got to find out and I always wanted to find out what my one thing was like at the end of the day if I sell a bunch of real estate great I made a bunch of money. I made some people. Work. But what's my legacy? What did I leave behind? What what can I share with the industry? And if I can make my industry better, right? Than what it was, then that's that's I, I lived a life of purpose, and that's really I kind of what I bought into with with moving to Praxis. So it was a long winded answer <laughs> why I left the, left the industry. But I'm still. It's not like I left and I became a lobster fisherman or something like that. It's not like you're driving for Uber Eats. I mean, you know, come on. <laughs> well, I do on the weekends, mate. I don't pay me much here. So <laughs> that's right. So if door you're dash, in Miami, <laughs> the condo king is at my door. It's my lunch. <laughs> I'm sure there's something we can do there. We can do definitely a tie-in. VXP, if you guys can figure that out. I think we need to find the next condo king and like deliver the branding to this junior agent and help them, uh, you know, along. I mean, All right. I, if anyone on the call wants to be, uh, he wants to take the crown. The legacy we, condo king. Maybe on the next call we can do a, you know, crowning ceremony. Um, and we'll, we'll hand it crown. over, to, we'll hand it over to the next condo king. I've probably still got the database somewhere you could have. I love it. I love it. Paul, let's talk. Let, let's dive in a little bit on Crexy. Oh. For, for those that, okay. I mean, you, you know me. I and, and, and everybody on this call that knows me, you know that I'm real and I don't, you know, make up a bunch of crap, okay? And, no. right. you know, one of the things that has been so innovative for my real estate team, which our mm. goal this year is we're going to do over a billion dollars in sales. And we're doing that because of being able to utilize platforms that are driving traffic. And we just talked about this a little bit ago, but you know, we put a listing up on Crexy. I get 28 leads in the first hour and I got one lead on, on, on another platform, you know, that yeah. I'm paying a lot more money for. So to, let's talk through, you know, how has, how long has Crexy been around now? Eight years? It's, yeah, let's call it seven. Seven. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. how, how did all of that transpire? Like, how did you guys, I mean, yes, it's a great platform, but, but how did you come in brand spanking new and start earning or owning that space? Because at least on my listings, which we have, you know, close to, mm. close to $2 billion listed on my yeah. listings, that's where we're getting our traffic is Crexy. That's right. Yeah. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, so the, the reason is quite, I mean, I'll tell you the secret sauce there. It's um, two things. One is we have an open platform. So our, the, the company's plan was always to have an open platform. And the, what I saw in the industry, actually, I didn't really realize this when I first joined Prexy, to be quite honest. There was a guy called Hans, who was our chief product officer at one point. And he's a really smart guy. Um, I think he's now at Meta, as I, last I heard. And basically he explained what a platform is. And a platform is a place if, that everyone, can, if, if you have everyone in the industry on, a, on this thing, then that's where you get all the connection points. And what a lot of groups do to this day, for some reason, they, they try to create this little group of just them and their buddies, and they wanna control it. It's like the old, 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 old MLS kind of model. Like if we have just control this group of listings, then people have to come to us. That's good if you want to get the, but it doesn't create the connections. So the platform is one. We've grown so rapidly. I think right now we have over five, 600,000 listings on Crexy. Um, and then the second part to that is we use AI to match buyers with, with, with tenants. Like, so it's kind of like a dating site. Uh, I don't know if you guys, you guys probably, you know, you're married, Stephanie, I know that. So you probably don't know what I'm talking about, but the, out there in the world, there's sites. You didn't have dating apps when I was dating. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, anyway, my point is. They used carrier pigeons. Holly <laughs> <laughs> 44, come on now. No, I but know, it's, it's a fairly new thing. But my Stephanie. point is they, they, they use that AI technology to match the right people, right? Correct. Don't match. So in our space, if you, don't, if you match an investor of, you know, multifamily, and you keep sending them warehouses, it's just going to disconnect. Right. But we take it to the next level where it says, okay, uh, this person is clicking on these types of listings. It builds a profile for them in real time and sends it to them. The old way was when you created a profile, you'd say, I'm interested in industrial. And then you would just get industrial listings. But if you then start clicking on self-storage or land right. and stuff like that, the old systems don't know that. At Crexy, we do. And then we, if you upload a self-storage facility tomorrow, it's going to send you up-to-the-date stuff. 1031 exchange buyers it can kind of figure out who's a 1031 exchange buyer and it can kind of that's why your hotties are probably getting a bunch of hits yeah. because it the system i don't how does it do it i don't know how AI even works but it works really well and it, you know you can't launch ai you know month one and it work it takes it's machine learning right so it takes time to figure out how to do it but now we're sort of six seven years into this it, it, it's amazing how it works. In fact, there's a tool, I don't know if you've seen this yet, on Craigslist, they brought out maybe a few months ago, called Top Prospects. And I just had a buddy of mine, a really good friend of mine, reach out to me and says, I've just started using it. This is amazing. And what it does is you upload a listing and it will give you a list of 50 people from your database of buyers who should be interested in that property right now. And it's on a relevant score, kind of like yeah. a Netflix score, that type of thing. So you just sort that list and go start calling through and he's like, I got five deep in the call list. I found a guy that was interested in making an offer. He hadn't even yeah. blasted it out yet. Right. That's what we're trying to do basically is, is make brokers superhuman. Yeah. We're trying to give you superpowers where you get, yeah, exactly. You get the listing and then we'll help you sell. You just go get the relationship management and then we'll bring you the buyers. And then you close, you do your magic, negotiate the deal and close it. Boom. And that's, that's what I love that. See, I yeah. get that because I've experienced yeah. that. And, you know, yeah. we use that feature. That feature is amazing. You know, it's almost like, 
you know, in the commercial space, and we talk about this all the time, Lisa Marie mm. and, and Paul, I know you and I've talked about this, you know, yeah. in commercial industry, there's not that many advancements. And, and I think no. because right. when I got into this industry back in 1999, you know, the mm. internet wasn't really, I mean, it was there, but it wasn't a thing yet. I was the first real estate agent. I didn't have my broker's license at the time, but I was a real sales associate with the first website in the state of Kentucky. I had the first website for real estate. I mean, it, that's not heard of, right? It's like, what? Yeah. But, yeah. you know, there's in the residential space, you know, of having, you know, years of affiliation on the EXP Realty side and seeing all the residential technology that has been built to drive business and leads, of course, of course, you know, it's that Z word out there that then, then sells those leads back to those poor agents. But that's right. what I like about Crexy is, is because, when I'm speaking to somebody that that maybe is new to commercial real estate or maybe they've had time mm. in the residential, I tell them, I said, look, it's like the Zillow, but it's way better. And they're not going to charge you for it. Right. 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 I mean, that's, right. that's what it's doing. It's doing uh, the biggest part of that heavy lift. And then, and, but I mean, I, I'm paying, I still subscribe to a lot of other things and I'm paying yeah. a lot of money every month for marketing on different platforms. And I, it, and I find it just impressive and I love when I can do a screen share with my sales rep at another company and go, let me show you what I'm getting on Crexy yeah. and let yeah. me show you, or actually you've got access to my account, pull up how many leads I got up. I mean, I did this last week because I was negotiating that, right. my contract. Yeah. Well, that's, I mean, you, you, that, that's it. I mean, we, you know, we, ne we never went to any national firm and said, all right, let's sign off everybody. What we decided to do was go bottom up which is go to the people that have the listings, show it, and then they show it to everybody else that they're working with. And then we've grown that quickly because of that. Yeah. Um, as opposed to selling everyone and then nobody logs in and it, it's just not working that way. So I think that, look, it's, it's very gratifying for me, you know, working on this thing for six years for, to go to conferences like CCIM that we were at or ICSC and just people coming up to you and saying, Wow, just want to say I'm a pro subscriber. I love Crexy, love what you're doing. I sold a property the other day. Fantastic. That's good. But then what's funny is I'll say something like, Great. And are you using the comps and the contact? And they go, Wait, what? There's so much on Crexy that they're paying for, they don't even have. Right. Like, and then I'll show them, like, you can go in, you can pull up the parcel map of every parcel in the United States, 50 million parcel records, click on it, and it'll tell you who the owner is. And probably it has their phone number and their email. Yeah. Um, and most people that are using Crexy don't even know that's available. We have an auction hey. platform. We were, just, we were just talking about that. A lot of people don't even know about our auction platform, which is going gangbusters right now. Sorry, Lisa, are you going to say something? Hey, hey Paul, uh, that's a good segue. Can you tell us about Crexy's research team? Well, we don't have one. That's uh, <laughs> our research. So, yeah, we, I just so got we, a question in the chat to ask you about research team at Crexy. Yeah, so we don't have. So I mean, how do you guys handle that? Exactly. I mean, that's that's what I was going to get into. You know, a research team. Um, there's companies out there that have them. I'm sure you're familiar with them. Yeah, they call and them drive me nuts. <laughs> they call them drive you nuts, and sometimes they put the information incorrectly. And I and, and I don't give them the information. All of those people don't give me it, and it becomes very expensive uh, because now, certainly in tertiary markets, it's like how it's, it's a lot of money to call everybody and then build it. So what we basically did is we used technology to leverage the experts, which are you, which are the brokers. So it's basically the crowd crowdsourcing model. So basically on Crexy is we have um, 
uh, an integration with all the tax records across the United States. And in real time, it'll update as soon as the deed is recorded. And then when the deal is also done on Prexy, the broker is allowed to put the information in there and say, yeah, we did sell it for 3.2 million bucks. And this was the cap rate. And so we have a lot of enhanced data around each listing and, and we're just partnering with you guys. And we can afford to give that to you guys for a much more reasonable fee uh, nationwide. You know, we don't have to charge you a lot of money for that information. And that's, that's how we've managed to do it. Same with the ownership information, phone numbers and emails. We went to a company that really wasn't in the commercial space, but they work with private detective agencies. And we're like, what if we need to find all these people? How do we do that? And they came up with it. And what ended up happening, which is kind of amazing, is um, not only do we have, they, they use skip tracing. And not only do we have all their phone numbers, but it will say, this number is 100% accurate. This number is 80%, 70%, 60%. Don't even bother calling this number. Yeah. And then there'll be the maybe two or three emails. And it's just what the serendipitous thing about that is then when we were testing it we started clicking clicking on single family homes and it had all their home phone numbers too so if you're if you're doing residential and commercial you can get our intelligence product and start clicking around on single family homes in a subdivision call up all the owners and that's all part of prexy pro it's amazing it is so so no research team to answer your question we don't have any research yeah. No, that's we great. Well, you've got the yeah. you've got the AI, right? So you don't really need that's with technology. The, yeah. the research team. So I, I think it was maybe five years ago. I was at a mm. maybe six years ago. I was at a commercial real estate conference in Southern California, and I came across Crexy. They were there, you know, with a booth, yeah. and I'm yeah. like, Crexy? Who's Crexy? So you, yeah. your company has the momentum has expanded so much and yeah. one of the things as a i love as a commercial real estate broker about crexy is that you're you're on the side of the broker who's out there in it every single day so out of the tools that you have mm. on crexy what would you recommend to a commercial broker or agent um, to really plug into i mean look so there's a lot of tools on crexy i think it's the one that I'm most interested in in talking to brokers about is the what we were just talking about just now, the leads. You can go into your tab in my listings. I know maybe Stephanie can show her screen, but basically it shows you all the leads that you've got on a specific property. I am very <laughs> uh, opinionated. I was just at the Lee and Associates conference. You're opinionated? I, no. About about that <laughs> specifically. And I, I was on a panel with um, you know, build out and and a couple of other guys who else was on. Oh, and uh, Delius and a couple of other guys. But I basically said like, guys, you have so many leads in your listings. Just leave this conference, go to your computers and call through your leads. I guarantee you, you will get more business out of it. If you're just sitting there waiting for someone to contact you to buy your property, you, I don't know if you should even be in this business. It's just, it's, and I, some brokers tell me that, like, why would I call the leads? Shouldn't they call me if they're interested? No, no, they will not because they've got 10 million bucks. They can buy hundred different properties. Why should they buy yours? And broke the, the seller hired you to call everybody and sell their property at the best price. That's your job. Not to stick it on the internet and hope somebody calls you. That's unfortunately what I, it happens out there. Not with, not with you and Stephanie, I know, but there are brokers out there that just don't want to. So calling the leads number one, 
if you don't have any listings, then I'd say the number one tool would be the ownership information. Call a subdivision, go to Stephanie and say, hey, I see you've got a listing. Can I call all the owners in the area and see if I can get another listing out of it? And then I'll bring you in on the deal or something like that. That's what I, that, those are the two ones that I would use depending on where you're at in your business. You know, that, I love that you brought that up because, you know, there, we, we have a lot of platforms, you know, that we offer at eXp. Yeah. I mean, we have the, we have a great tech package, it's a, it's, you know, to yeah, yeah. really build business and scale yeah. business. I know, you know, bringing my team over way back in 2018, you know, we were able to go for, for on average 250 million in sales a year to well over in that B number that I love so much billion, right? That's a, Yeah. And, and, and the way Crazy. that we've been able to do that, though, is it, that's exactly what we do. I mean, everybody says, well, how did you do it? How did you land the business? I made calls. I called people. When you get into a business and you're 21 years old, I didn't have a spear. I didn't have anybody with any money. I had to make yeah. I made calls. So you've got all these amazing technologies, but you still have to do the work. And that's making those calls. But, you know, we just had a guy... Um, three months into into commercial real estate three months yeah he's closed and and i know this is a small number for a lot of us but but he's brand new and he's 23 years old eight and a half million dollars in sales on crexy you didn't use crexy is he buyer repping those or he got the listing and sold them in three months he 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 got the deals because you know he got the 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 property owners you know calling cold calling them yeah. And, and them wanting to sell, you know, I mean, right. okay, yeah. because yeah. here's the thing, if you don't have any listings, there's still a ton of properties out there that want to be sold. You just got to ask the question, you know, I mean, that that's, that's how I built my business. I mean, I yeah. don't list everything, but if I've got the, the buyer for it, I'm going to get it sold. Absolutely. So, Absolutely. Yeah. 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 No, I, I agree. I mean, I, look, I, it's, it's a contact sport, right? Sales. Uh, and Commercial real estate is sales at the end of the day. I think some people forget that. They think it's a res. And I, I used to say to people in my a company that I was at, um, you know, if you're there all day on an Excel spreadsheet, you're an analyst. If you're, there, if you're there all day looking up, you know, properties, you're a researcher. If you're all day calling owners and calling sellers, then you're in sales. You're and sales is where you make your money. If you <laughs> want to do research. And, and you know, the other thing is I, I kind of learned kind of probably halfway through my career is leverage. Right, I, the most money goes to the person that can negotiate deals, get listings, do great listing presentations. That's where you make the money. Yeah. If you're good at that, but you're spending half your time Excel spreadsheeting it, you're you can hire someone in India to do that for five bucks an hour. So figure out all the stuff you do all day. Figure out what you could outsource. You don't have to have someone in your office right now. You can hire them in the Philippines and in India wherever my son really Paul, good your son we can hire your son my, no 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 my son oh, okay. he, he's 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 had his real estate license since november he graduated college okay. got his real estate license yeah. and for 50 bucks a month he has a va i think in india who is yeah. managing and putting together so 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 super smart but i mean yeah. seriously every day when he wakes up at 6 a.m this person has already put in the list of yeah. the property owners, the property addresses, the phone numbers, yeah. all of that information for him. He make, he wakes up, he makes his calls and he moves on about the day. Right. There you go. That's it. And I'm That's like, oh, Dylan, you're set, man. That's how I built my business, you know, way back and, in the day. And then stick with it and stick with it. Of, You've got to do people, I, I've seen, I've seen over the years, I've seen a lot of people start that process 
and then and they, they give do it up. for two or three months and then they go oh it didn't really work and they give up just when they're about to be successful um so stick it's it's a year remember condo king at least a year you know certainly if it's like investment sales i probably like to two years to kind of get that rolling but once it's rolling it's rolling it's, uh, pipeline. It's rolling. you gotta create you gotta create the pipeline to keep it always evolving when a broker agent says to me i don't know yeah. closings in may and april i go well then you weren't making phone calls in september right well, that's it and that, that's the roller coaster of the industry right it's like yeah. i got i make some cold calls i finally get a client it's a great deal and I put it under contract and I sell it, I get a commission check and then I got nothing else coming in. So look, I think most people know this, but a lot of people don't do it, right? They, you've got to keep the, the pipeline full the whole time. And that's why making calls every day, habits, I think are, you know, another thing that I learned maybe probably a little bit too late is habits, systems are better than goals, right? I used to always have these big goals, but you forget to do the work every day to get you to that goal. Correct. All right. But if you go, or you, well, get, my or you get sidetracked, you get sidetracked because you have some you, deals in the pipeline. And, yeah. you know, I teach new and experienced commercial real estate agents across okay. the U.S. through a program we offer at EXP Commercial. And yeah. I talk to them about, you know, our clients, they're they're buying into a process. So having that process in place and then just continuing to repeat that process to a level of mastery. I mean, yeah, they're mm -hmm. buying into us and our experience and our personality and all that. But you really need to have the systems in place. And one of those systems is making your calls every day. Yes. And another one it. of those systems is knowing the process from start to finish um, so that you can successfully lead your client. And you're not going to have a lot, as much stuff go wrong. If you know, if you know your process, you can lead yeah. your client as to what's the, next, uh, what's the next step. So, Paul, we have some questions here for you. Um, Paul, it's not, it's not from Michael Bull, is it? <laughs> no, this one's I saw not. Mike's on the call. Hey, Mike, how you doing? Good to see you. These are from our live audience today. The first one is, Paul, what does what services does Crexy offer commercial real estate mortgage brokers? And does your data offer mortgage data like the maturity date, et cetera? So the answer is uh, yes. The answer is yes. But it's it, uh, let me explain how, how it would work. And maybe give me a call afterwards and I'll walk you through it. But basically... Um, we have, like I said, 50 million property records. So you could go in and pull up, say, multifamily. You could export those into an Excel spreadsheet. And in that Excel spreadsheet will be a lot of data, including the lender and the origination date, the term of the loan. So then you could, you know, if you use Excel, you could figure that out. Um, and then you can go in and you can pull up those owners. You'd have to then click on each owner to get the phone number because the phone number doesn't translate into that Excel spreadsheet. Um, so you'd have to do that one by one, but yeah, you could, you could do that. Yeah. And that's, that's called Craxy, um, intelligence. And it also comes with, um, you know, a lot of other stuff like traffic counts and, um, income information and, and all that kind of stuff. So it's, it's a pretty good product. So, uh, give me a shout, shoot me an email and I'll send you some information on it, but yes, you could use that as a prospecting tool. Okay. Hope Chris, hopefully that answers your question. Mm -hmm. And, um, so I like the thing that you talked about because new agents, especially in the business or some with experience, they can get caught in that analysis paralysis. Either they want to learn everything before they get out there into the market or they yeah. sit there behind the veil of the spreadsheet you were talking about. So what's another success habit that you'd recommend to people in the commercial real estate industry right now? Wow. Um, you know, 
I mean, the number one, obviously, I think we've already flogged this one to, to death, but just making the outbound calls, I mean, that, that, that's key and not doing the analysis by you know, paralysis. And it's, look, ultimately people spend all day in Excel spreadsheets and researching why call reluctance. If yeah. I call up a person, that person may say something mean to me and then I have a, I have a very fragile <laughs> ego. And then I'll have to go and you know, go home and you know, cry on my pillow. So I think a lot of people- they Just bring the pillow to, to the office with you so you can cry See, there. That, why, why did I not think of that? That would have saved me so much back and forth from I, I home to the a, office. I love a good ripping off of a property owner. That gets me motivated to keep well, doing yeah, well, the, But the other strategy is having a pitch that doesn't involve, hey, do you want to sell your property today? That's exactly you know, right. Because that's, you know, that's, that's very like, direct and if you call enough people sure you'll get that yeah sure i do i used to have um the most successful thing that i did was i'd call i'd probably call like 20 owners a day and i had a cold caller also but i'd have like my list of people that i really wanted the guy that owned the 20 million dollar industrial park i wanted to call that guy and my i at least leave a voicemail for these guys and it was hey bob hey bob how you doing it's paul calling from in this case cb cbre from cbre Hey, if you're ever thinking of selling this property, call me before you speak to anybody, before you do anything, something like that. And I, I just leave that and then I shoot them a little email. I got, I can literally point to multi-million dollar deals that I did. To people like, all right, fine, fine, I'm finally ready to sell. I remember your voicemail you left me six months ago. What do you got for me? And now it got us into the table. And once we were at the table, we, we'd blow everyone else away with our presentations and stuff. But that, that was a thing. It was just a discipline of kind of getting into that type of thing. So I think that's the most important thing. And then like the next level kind of stuff is what you guys are doing, right? It's your, you know, social media. It's your becoming a thought leader. It's becoming known as an expert. The problem with that stuff, as you well know, is it takes a lot of time. Very rarely do you finish your CRE power hour and someone up and says, Hey, I want to sell my problem. I'm sure it's happened, but generally speaking, it's like you keep doing this stuff and it doesn't have that um, instant feedback or that instant gratification. So for example, every year I did this big investor um, conference and we'd invite every, you know, everyone that we wanted to sell properties for in our market, which was Miami. Um, we do a big um, event where we had like speakers and, and stuff. It took a lot of time. It took like that month. That's all we were doing you know, did it lead to, it led, led to a couple of listings where afterwards someone would come up to me and say, hey, talk to me about my property, which is great, but sometimes it didn't. But when you keep doing that in the mind of the client, they see you as so much better than everybody else. So when it comes time to pitch that business, they're like, well, if he's at the same commission fee as the guy from Collier's, I'll just go with these guys because they seem, they do the big investment seminars and they send me all the postcards and they do the podcasts and they do the this and they do the that. That I think is next level, um, but you've got to make sure you're still doing the, the selling and getting the listing. Some people can get caught up in the podcast and not be doing the business. So it's-, it's That's where the leverage comes in, don't you think, Paul? The team, I, the leverage team, is yeah. key, yeah. Yeah. for sure. Finding out what you're good at and finding out what you're good at as a, as a commercial broker yeah. and also focusing on those high payoff activities and then creating a plan to leverage everything else. So you can clear mm -hmm. the deck. So you have time to do stuff like this because from my perspective, the expectation of our client or our customer 
is yeah. much higher now. You know, they're smarter, there's more information, there's more people in our industry, our clients have yeah. become savvy. And so we still want to be able to um, focus on what we're good at and crunching the numbers and putting deals together, negotiating and all that stuff and providing um, social proof, exposure and lots of other stuff. You know, like I'm big on events, events for our clients. And, mm -hmm. you know, I feel like Crexy, once I got on the Crexy bandwagon, I feel like Crexy does that for commercial real estate agents and brokers is you provide us with more, you provide us with more than the alternative. And I, I really yeah. appreciate that. Absolutely. No, no, I, yeah, yeah. Thanks for saying that. I mean, it's it's. Look, none of this is rocket science, right? I mean, I I think it's it's easy to come up with these things. The trick is actually doing it, yeah. right, and not getting distracted. And that's I think that's what separates a lot, a lot of people. The, the other thing I think you know, if you want to get from making X amount of dollars to you know making some big bucks like like you guys are, it's building a team. Yes. And that I think a lot of people make a lot of make mistakes. I've seen people when I've worked at companies are like, oh, I'll partner with this guy so I can split my money with them for no apparent reason. Um, that's a bad way to do it. What you the way to do it is to figure out what your deficits are personally. If, it, if you're the person building the team, what you like to do, what you're good at, what you're not good at and be honest with yourself. Yeah. Some people are very analytical. So, you know, know that you can do the analytical side, but now you need to figure out, you know, you need to get the salesperson in the room and figure out how to split your fees. Um, and then like all the other functions, you know, what, what do you need? I mean, make someone making calls, I think is important. Obviously a marketing person, very important, but you know, how do you grow that when you're still trying to you know, grow your business? So it's, it's, it's tough to get there, but I think, you know, figuring out who to partner with, um, you know, we used to use disc profiles to figure yeah, out Yeah, I was just going to mention yes, disc profiling. I yeah. use that yeah, um, to I, grow my team and in my business. It's awesome. It is so, it's so awesome to see that. And, you know, yeah. we do that. Every single person has, has had those disc profiles. And we're all similar, but we have a lot of those differences. And that is exactly why our team works great. You know, people ask me all the time, Stephanie, when did you decide to build a team? Yeah. And I got out of my own way is the answer to that question. Because so for yeah. so long, I thought, oh my God, if I rely on anyone else to touch this business that I've created, they're going to screw it up. And when I got out of my own way and started to build that team, mm -hmm. oh my God, I can't even imagine what it was like back when I was a, a, a one woman show, literally, you know, I had staff, but a one person doing the deals. Now, I mean, that's how we went that's how we've scaled. You know, I've built my team. I'm in Louisville for, in uh, Louisville, Kentucky for anybody that doesn't know, but mm. I have team members right here in Kentucky, Indiana, Florida, California, New Jersey, Pennsylvania, DC, and Rhode Island. And that's how we've spread ourselves out. And, you know, thank God for companies like EXP where we can do license portability and do deals, you know, across the entire nation because that's what my team does. We're very much not a local real estate team. We're very globalized uh, in, in doing business in the Dominican Republic as well, um, in other mm. countries. And so yeah. I could have never done that as a one woman operation or a one man operation, period. You can't. And, and you can't. Yeah. The, the true scalability comes with the help. And, and to be quite honest, 
I'm not great at everything. Believe it or not, I am not Lisa Marie and Paul. I, I'm I'm really not that great at everything, right? <laughs> I, I know that's a newsflash for everybody, but I, I just find that very hard to believe. <laughs> I find I find that very hard to believe. I, I was gonna hire you to do my August uh, analysis. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, who do I know that could do August? I, I yes. bet it's I could do that. I could do that. No, but I mean, seriously though, that it is, it's, this, it's the step in that right direction, but also too, you know, for juniors getting into the business, it is not a, the best way you learn is through, you know, obviously Lisa Marie's accelerate program is amazing. Obviously that's yeah. a great yeah. opportunity, but yeah. mentors, you've got to have a mentor in this industry and yes. why not learn from them, right? You've got you have got have the mentor get on a team get on a team and start learning that way um you know i wish i had had that opportunity um you know as well but paul before we you know because we're getting to the end here mm, okay. i we've got to talk about Crexy's auction platform because i just got yes. closing on it yesterday um, yeah i know first yeah. one with Crexy. i've been using another one for some time now and i think it's amazing that a lot of people don't realize that Crexy also has this auction platform. And, you know, there's a massive misconception out there that if you're a broker or an agent and you turn it over to Crexy's auction platform, that you are actually losing money. No, you're not. And they don't take right. anything from you. It right. doesn't cost you anything and you get to keep your commission. Number one, I don't use the auction platform for distressed or, I mean, I don't, I, there hasn't been any uh, of distress that we've been selling. I use the auction platform because I want to minimize the deal cycle, right? Mm -hmm. So when I get a property or the team gets a property and, and we're looking at it and we're like, oh man, this is, this is going to be, you know, because of the due diligence period and all of these things, this is going to be one that, that might be nine or 12 months or longer. And I want to minimize that time and my seller wants to minimize that time. And that's what we're utilizing that auction platform for. And I love it because it also allows for me and, and my team to not have to be the boots on the ground if we're not up in New York or, or where did we sell the one yesterday? I don't even remember. I don't even, New Jersey? I think so. I know. Anthony, uh, Anthony Gates. Yeah. And he has one on the, he has one on there today, I think. I got yeah, one I on there today too. So that's why, sorry, yeah. you all. It is so, it, it, there's a great point in your life when you're like, wait, what did I sell and where is it? Well, I, that <laughs> is a great point in your life, everybody. That's what everybody should aspire, wanted to aspire to. Don't even forget yeah. it, right? But it's somewhere up in the Northeast. But, you know, we don't, we didn't have boots on the ground right then and there, you know? And I didn't want a co-breaker. Uh, I like my money. I like to keep it all. Right. And so Crexy came in, we got it. We, we launched it out. We sold yeah. it. It closed. It was the easiest process ever. So easy. Yeah. And the, the technology that they've built to kind of help run it, you're still, you're listed on the listing. Yeah. It's not like you're giving it up. You're still it's there. Uh, we do all the marketing. We run, we, you know, we, um, check all the bidders, make sure they have proof of funds. You yeah. know, we run the closing and stuff. So it's, it's, it couldn't be easier. Um, so yeah, we're happy to talk to any of your folks out there that want to, maybe they've got an auction potential candidate and they want to see if it's a good candidate. We'll, we'll chat with you guys about it. Um, you know, you can sell your listings on Craxy on pro, which a lot of people do. I just had, um, uh, what's Susie, um, what's CCIM? What's, I forget her last name, Susie double barrel name. Anyway, she, um, I was talking to her just 
about a week ago, and I was like, well, let me explain to Crexia what it's all about, because we have a, a national partnership with CCIM now, and uh, that should be launched next week once we just got to get one more thing done. But um, that we're driving the website for CCIM. So awesome. if you're a CCIM, every one of your listings, as long as it's on Crexia, goes to the CCIM national site. Anyway, I was trying to explain to Susie, and she let me go on for like 15 minutes, and she goes, yeah, yeah, I had to put a property up on Crexia yesterday. And I got it under contract in four hours. And I was like, well, first of all, why'd you let me talk about it when you, when you tell me that when we started? Um, but it's, it's amazing to me that people are putting deals up on Crexy and boom. And I think that's the, the, the thing that Crexy is going to change in the industry. Commercial real estate is not a liquid asset, as we all know. I mean, if you inherit a property or you have a property you want to get rid of quickly, six months, you know, a year, depending on the market. Our goal is to try and get that down into a matter of days. And there are certainly assets out there that can, there's no reason why they can't trade hands in a couple of days. Um, you know, environmentals, appraisals, all that could be done with technology a lot quicker than it's done today. So we're excited about changing the industry to, to that extent. Is there anything that Crexy's getting ready to do that, that or, or do we already know about everything? I mean, is there some big, huge thing going to happen here soon or any exciting news or... We want to be the first to know. Yeah, I'm trying to give you what, can what I our you audience to be the first to know. What, what, what can I give you a scoop on? I mean, so we, we roll out just, we actually roll out stuff on Crexy every two weeks. I know. So, so every two weeks, it's called a sprint and there's like new stuff. And we're doing a lot of tweaking right now because what we want to do is make it so easy. It's pretty easy to use right now, but we want to like make sure this button works and that button. So we're doing a lot of like maintenance type stuff. So that's not super exciting. I mean, I think um probably the big thing that we're working on right now which i don't have a date for you but it's going to be so i'm pretty excited about it is as you know and you stated already stephanie you have a ton of leads on Crexy. i don't i mean i'd have to i couldn't guess but maybe you've got three thousand leads would be my guess so what i mean by that folks is every time somebody clicks on one of your listings and they're logged in we store that information for you and it will even tell you what property they clicked on, if they made an offer, all that kind of stuff. So that's your CRM within Crexy. What a lot of brokers have said is, hey, can I add my own contacts to Crexy and now store all my contacts yes. within Crexy? And so we said, yes, we're working on that. So that's the next big thing that we'll roll out, Crexy contacts. What's exciting about that is the, the, the tool will enable you, as long as that person that you upload from your database is in Crexy, we can now tell you, oh, they're interested in office in Houston or something. Oh, right? that's awesome. We're not going to tell you what listings that they clicked on. I yeah. think that's a little bit, a little bit spooky, a little bit creepy, but um, <laughs> but we'll definitely be able to tell you if they're active, if they're looking for properties. And then you can call them up and say, hey, I got a property in Houston for you. So that's the next level. I mean, there are CRMs out there, but you know, I had a CRM for many years in uh, I think I used REA 10 was the last version I used. And it's great. You can link properties to all that sort of stuff. But if you leave it alone for three months, it's all out of date. And yeah. so the idea with Crexy is if somebody changes from SVN and comes to EXP because you're a fantastic, you know, stock situation and the, the, the money you can make from being part of the network, then as soon as they make the transition and it happens in Crexy, it'll let everybody else know who's in their database too. So your database will never be out of date. And that's, I think, the big the big initiative that we're doing on the uh, CRM front. So I'm excited. Awesome. That's, so awesome. that's a scoop. That's a scoop right there. No one knows about that. That's the, it, you get it right here, friends, from tuning in to CRE Power Hour. 
Well, we're going to get trouble. We're going to get trouble from, and, 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 from and the product so, team for telling and, everybody. And full disclosure, Craigsy gives me nothing. I pay every month. I just love me the too. product, so it's not like you know yep. we're, we're we get we get definitely. I mean, you know, well, we nothing, find things that work because that that's yeah. the number one question. We you know people ask how how are you doing it? How are you doing it? How are you doing it? You know, it, mm. yes, I am amazing. I'm going to own it, right? But honestly, it's the tools, it's the partnerships, it's the relationships. You know, but you've got to have great tools in your tool belt. Otherwise, none of us are good at anything. And that's yeah. that's that's some of the secret sauce right there is Craxy bringing us these leads. Now I have to have those listings in order to get those leads, right? So you got to yeah. you know go out and do the work. But no, I mean I think I I think that you know if it was all if it if it if we could go back in time and Craxy started first before the thousand pound gorilla. I don't think there had ever been a reason to have that other one, you know? Yeah, that's true. I so mean, look, I would, you know, back then they didn't have the cloud. They didn't have Amazon web services. It would have been, it would have been tough to do what we do with the technology when, you know, when, when they started, but you know, it, you know, things come at their own time. And I, and I do believe this is the right time for Grexy, you know, at that point, when we started Excelgent was still kind of a thing. And you know, they kind of went by the, the wayside, unfortunately yeah. for them. But, um, you know, so it just kind of like the, the, the seas potted for us and we just kind of rolled right through. And it's, you know, one of the exciting things, what I'm probably the most proud about is if you've ever been to Trustpilot, I, if I'm like ever like having a down day or something like that, I'll go to Trustpilot and I'll just start reading the reviews. Um, I mean, I go to really good restaurants that don't have a 4.9 out of five. Um, you know, we, it's just, it's amazing what brokers are saying about it. So if you don't know what Crexy is, or you've heard of Crexy, you're not sure, go to Trustpilot, look up Crexy and just start reading the reviews. There are literally there's like 1500 reviews from brokers that are loving the service. You can't make that stuff up and then go to some other companies and see what their reviews are like. Um, not, not so good. Uh, so that's, that, that is really for me, um, probably the thing that I'm like, just gets me a little bit teary eyed a little bit sometimes because it's, 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 it's really important. I mean, it's, uh, it's important that the industry needs something that, uh, is easy to use, is affordable for everybody and, you know, buyers, sellers, everyone, the idea the, the, I forgot the name of the, the commercial uh, lender, Chris, I think it was, you know, lenders, everyone can come together on Crexy and we'll make tools to make your life easier. That's kind of what we're trying to do. Um, so that, that's the big, the big, big, that's a great, that's a great final statement. I love that. Good. So Paul, thank you so much for being on our show today. It's great having you as a guest and we love your sense of humor. And uh, so everybody here, people drop their information in the chat and we put Paul's information there. So please connect on LinkedIn or get together and have a have a Zoom Bloody Mary since we weren't there for the Bloody Mary bar. Wait, oh, we should do that next time. Next C5, time, let's do Bloody C5, Mary's C5, for everybody. Paul, C5, then Bloody Mary bar. <laughs> well, you know what we have at C5 is we're doing a photo um, oh, yeah. headshots. We're doing oh. headshots. So Wait if a you're minute. going to C5. Wait a minute. Picture of myself or Bloody Mary? Hmm. <laughs> how about, right, how about this? Mary. How about, how about sure. a picture of you with a Bloody Mary? 
And that will be your new screenshot. That will be your bloody crown. Yes. (laughs) He said, Paul, they want your picture for you to have a crown. That's pretty funny. So, um, CRE CRE Power Hour, our live show. We are every second and fourth Wednesday of the month. Tune in on July 27th, which happens to be my birthday. So, let's have some cake. Nice. uh, I'm teasing. Our next guest is Angie Salcido. We're going to talk about personal and business credit and how you can transform your credit to help you give give you more buying power. And also check out our podcast on Spotify, Gary Power Hour. Thanks so much for attending. Paul, great to see you. And thanks to our live audience today. See you soon. Thanks, you Paul. Lisa Marie, Stephanie, pleasure. Happy back. Love you, man. Love you, man. We'll bring you back. Bye. 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 See you later. All right. Bye, everybody.